We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. Good morning. Hey, this is Robert Fukui, your host of the Purpose and Profitability Podcast, where we believe that having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Um, hope you had all a great weekend and we're ready to get started. And we're going to start on a series, uh, probably like a five-part series, on what prevents growth. And today, our first um, session in the series is on the, around limited thinking. One of the things that uh, I think we've talked about setting goals for 2019, and we're always encouraging people to kind of set bigger goals, goals that make you stretch. And because, you know, part of one, one of the things that limits growth is just your limited expectations or your limited thinking. And that tends to shrink your field of vision and your expectations. And then your actions just follow that um, as opposed to stretching yourself a little bit and figuring out a way to, to reach some of those bigger goals. So limited thinking is actually a key component to preventing growth. So we really want to dedicate this session to get you to think bigger, expect bigger. Um, and that is, I think my word for the, for the year is big anyway. So it's fitting because I think uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about that, the one word, what is that one word um, that should be the theme for the year for mine is, is big. So I kind of want to pass that on to everyone else is, okay, let's think big, let's expect big, let's plan big, right? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here again with my co-host, Eric Yuna, Standout Marketing. Eric, welcome. Hey, Robert. Is <laughs> our first one for the month? Technically, it was I mean, for the, year, the first I mean. one for the year, yeah, because you were yeah. gone and then decided to do it myself, <laughs> and then I was uh, off last week. Um, so yeah, this is the first. This is the first one of the year for us, 2019. Nice. Happy New Year! Wow. Yeah, Happy New Year! <laughs> yeah, we ended the, our last episode was the last day of the year on New Year's Eve, so that's yeah, yeah. the first one of the year. Yeah. How are you doing? Going good. It's been a yeah good start, good year. I think I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. Oh, really? I'm thankful. Wow. It's awesome. <laughs> happiest, good. happiest ever. That's big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's big. I usually think the happiest yeah. is when we're kids because we have no responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing sports and <laughs> playing out till nice. you know till the streetlights come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. How was your weekend? Yeah, the weekend was really good and. Yeah, I just got to hang out with the family a little bit. It was nice because I was gone for a lot of last week at the Redwoods. It's All right. Super the over there. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Cool. So you ready That's for good. this topic, limited thinking? Yeah, this is such a good one. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, you know, limited thinking really is like almost like putting horse blinders on. You know how you're, mm-hmm. on the horses, they put those blinders on so they can only see straight ahead. Uh, shrinks your field of vision and really your expectation of what's even possible. Um, and then your, your actions tend to follow. I mean, that's kind of why they put those horse blinders on so they, they don't have distractions and they just kind of go, go forward, um, which is helpful in some sense as far as keeping focus. But when, for what we're talking about, um, that kind of, those kind of blinders or those kind of, that kind of tunnel vision actually will limit um, just, you know, limits creativity, limits a lot of things, right? And so for the first, in the beginning, it just limits your vision. 
for the future. And so we really want to, to allow people and encourage everyone that's listening to increase that, increase the field of vision, increase your expectations. Because uh, when you start to create limited thinking, you know, some of the things that kind of the things that you say or think are really revolved around the words or the phrase, I can't. It's like, you know, I don't have enough resources. I don't have enough capital. I don't have enough of a budget to do marketing. I don't have the right connections. I mean, you on and on and on. What happens is you, you, you know, you don't set bigger goals because you already have in your head that there's some things that are working against you as opposed to setting those big goals. And instead of like a lot of times when I'm going into planning sessions with clients, I said, I don't want to hear any negative comments. I don't want to hear I can't. I don't want to hear the reasons why you can't do this. What I want you to start thinking about and asking yourselves or asking each other is how can we? So instead of saying I can't or whatever rendition around that phrase, so that change the language to how can I? Mm-hmm. Right. And then, then they can get there because the answers are out there. Right. It's just a matter of of getting creative and and not just trying to do it yourself, number one, right? Kind of get around other people that are probably more creative than you or, um, and just, just brainstorm. Yeah. Right. What I really love is this uh, quote. Um, there's a, there's a great uh, video actually on YouTube about the hoverboard that Lexus made. Mm. And so there's a, a kind of little, little short five, seven minute documentary on how they created the hoverboard. And so there's a great quote from one of the executives on Lexus and it says, that he says that the impossible just takes a little longer. So in other words, there's nothing that's really impossible. Mm-hmm. It's just the bigger the issue, the bigger the goal, the just a little bit longer that it takes. Yeah. <laughs> and so set the goal. I don't care how impossible it looks like. Um, it just might take a little while to get there, but it's achievable. Yeah. So what do you think, Eric? What, any yeah. thoughts as we get started here? Yeah, anything's everything's impossible until it's done by someone. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, but I think like everything is is weird and it's in a fantasy land until we see it enough times and then it becomes normal. Mm-hmm. Like my friends and I always talk about, it's like if you've never seen an alligator before, you see it for the first time. It's like you know, it's like what is that? It's like some kind of mythical creature. <laughs> but I think it's like those bars that we set are the same thing where we feel like it's like a you know, it's like a myth, and then it becomes normal if enough people do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, as far as like, um, you know, being small minded and setting limitations, I think it's a lot like, it's a lot like weightlifting or, you know, um, it it applies to everything. I think it's the same principle. You kind of want to overshoot a little bit. Mm Um, you know, and so for example, I don't know if I talked about on this, but last year my goal was to, uh, bench 315 and Mm -hmm. I was at 185 and then I got to 285. I didn't get to 315, but I'm still a lot stronger than I was before. And the whole process was so fulfilling and it was so amazing, Yeah, you know? And so, um, the goals, as long as your only goal is to reach your goal, um, you know, I don't think that's, that's really, you know, the best idea, but mm-hmm. you know, I think it's really, really, yeah. Um, just your example, your example right there is kind of like that phrase, or I think it might've been even a song it's reach for the stars. And if you fail, you at least you reach the moon. And so yeah. you didn't hit 315, but you got 285. But what if your goal yeah. was 250? Right. Uh, you hit 215, go, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. So it, it just pushes yeah. you. You know, the bigger the goals, the bigger expectations, it just kind of pushes you. Mm-hmm. We tend to figure it out. Yeah. Right? If, if you, we got the, whatever's in front of us, we just, we're kind of, that's kind of how we're made, I think. That's kind of how we're created. It's just figure it out. 
I mean, we are creative. We've, yeah. got, we've got great minds. And as they say, we probably only use five to 10% of our brain capacity. Right. So, which means that we have to push ourselves beyond what we think is just possible. Yeah. We have everything we need to do everything we need to do, mm-hmm. especially in 2019. Like we have no excuse to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's so many resources out there for free and paid, like yeah. people out there who are willing to help. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Everything. And it, it, uh, you know, when it comes to business too, it's always, it kind of revolves around connections, right? You know, relationships. Exactly. Um, a lot of times, especially in, <clears throat> excuse me, in business and, um, you know, I hear this a lot is, you know, I don't have enough capital. I need, or I need to get a bank loan or investors to take the next step into the business. And I always say is like, you don't need the money. You mm-hmm. need the resources that the money mm-hmm. purchases, right? But there's different ways to get the resources. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, and if you have the right connections, there's, there, there are people out there that are willing to help that can mm-hmm. connect you to the right resources, whether it's getting things at a discount or getting things by trading or even trading services where you may not may not need to buy a potential resource or a piece of equipment, but there's somebody out there that has the equipment that you need that you can maybe collaborate with. And, you know, as you're making a transaction or if you have to build material, you know, they get a percentage of sales or some royalties or what. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to get things beyond just needing money to get it. Right. Creative ways of, and it revolves around relationships and connections and figuring out how to make something work. Yeah. I think it's a really good point. Like right when we talked about um, limited, you know, our our limitations, I thought of the first thing I thought of is people. If you're around the right people, I think that's the biggest key for me. Anytime, um, anytime I'm with people that are doing what I do, like, you know, I get, I get challenged to um, push a little harder and do a little more um, both, not just with mentors, but with peers you know, um, when I'm with peers, there's something a little more competitive, I think, with peers. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, shoot, like, you know, they're, they're doing that. Like, we're at the same place. We are at the same place last year. And so it makes me, you know, uh, go for a little more. But um, and even things like, um, I mean, I talk with you about pricing. And I think that was I was small minded when I started with pricing. And then when we talked about it, and you showed me your pricing model and your philosophy on pricing. Um, that really just kind of transported me into a different pond, like instead of just a small pond to like, kind of feels like a, more like a river, you know? <laughs> but um, I think those little things, it's like, it's all had to do with being around the right people. Um, I think that's huge. I think that's the one mm-hmm. single, uh, handily the biggest piece. Mm-hmm. I the right people. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, being around the right people, they can get you connected, get you thinking the right way, keep you focused. Um, and, and we're going to touch upon that too, is, you know, having, the right group of people that keeps you accountable, um, mm-hmm. helps you be more creative. Um, and you don't have to rely on just your own creativity, but others, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, relationships are huge in a lot of different ways. And not just getting customers, but it's getting the right people around you that maybe you can do business with, just shoot ideas by, hold you accountable. Um, I mean, you name it. Some, some people yeah. just need to be encouraged <laughs> because, you know, when you get into the, the grind of the business sometimes and when things aren't going uh, the way you like it, um, sometimes yeah. it's easy to get, to get discouraged. And so I know, you know, part of what I do even for clients is just to encourage them. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes they, um, they're a little bit more pessimistic than they probably should be. They think things aren't going well. And I'm looking around going, wait a second, there's a lot of good things going on here. <laughs> and you have mm-hmm. to kind of list them and name them off. Uh, and then they feel better and go, Oh, okay. Cause you know, you, 
I think is uh, we're so, you know, A-type personalities, you know, you're so driven. And when things aren't going exactly according to plan, um, you almost sometimes feel like a failure. Mm. And so you kind of miss the good things that are going on in your life or in the business. Right. And mm-hmm. so uh, having the right people, I mean, it, it does a lot of things in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, so setting those expectations is huge. And mm-hmm. I think people get discouraged by big goals because, you know, I think because we're kind of in a microwave society, we feel like we got to achieve them a little bit more quickly than is really possible or even necessary. Mm-hmm. It's like there's that other uh, phrase or riddle or question, you know, how do you eat an elephant? You know, you got a big goal. Yeah. So how do you eat the <laughs> elephant? It's just one right. bite at a time. Mm-hmm. So you know, set those big goals, but then with that, then you got to chunk them down into a series of smaller ones, smaller, more right. achievable ones. Um, I think we talked about that when we talked about goal setting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, but it's all about uh, to set the goal big and then let's figure out how to get them and, and, and bring it down and, and chunk it down into like bite-sized pieces mm-hmm. that are achievable. And like, just, just like you're, when you're, you're bench pressing. Mm-hmm. Right, you didn't say I'm going to go from 200 to 315 right. <laughs> next week, but you had a series of goals and, and benchmarks to. to yeah, for me, like point. starting, it was just five pounds a week. Yeah. Uh, if I could just add five pounds a week, that'd be great. And then, mm-hmm. and then um, that's how I got there. It's just five yeah. pounds a week. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually, like, I started slowing down. It was like five pounds every two weeks or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, so maybe that should be someone's motto: five pounds a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a big goal for 2019: five yeah. pounds a week. What does five, what does five pounds a week look like? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, exactly. And, and part yeah. of uh, and part of big goals and trying to accomplish big goals is trying to do more with less. Mm-hmm. You know, ways to be more productive yeah. with right. what you're doing. I think too much time we are. Uh, we're just not strategic in how we use our time. We're not strategic in even the type of clients or customers that we're trying to achieve. Right. Um, try to be more, you know, try to accomplish more with less. And, I, you know, exactly. Henry Ford is a great example in, in a lot of ways. But, you know, he he was able to produce back in the day, you know, when cars were first introduced. He was able to produce more cars and faster than other manufacturers. So how did he reach those, you know, you know, uh, produce five times, six times as 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 much as as everybody else. Well, he had to be smarter about it. So he really revolutionized the production line, so that instead of taking five days to produce a chassis, it only mm-hmm. took his team one day. Right. So he didn't need a five times bigger staff to produce five yeah. times more. Mm-hmm. He just needed to be more productive with the staff that he have, and that's by rep- just really thinking through and being more productive with what you got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you were talking about what's your year for this year. Like my year, my word, word for this year, my word for this year is leverage. Like I just uh, kind of just taking a look at everything I have and I feel like, Oh, this can be, if I utilize this more, I can, could bring back some exponential results, you know? And, um, I think that's exactly what that is, is like, Mm -hmm. I think the, the key to actually making bigger things happen is um is learning how to leverage i think that's like a huge thing because you only have so much time we only have so much time in a day and so much energy to to accomplish yeah. what we need to do in a day mm-hmm. um but if we're able to spread out that work um and then also work smarter right. um just like you know for for service in a service-based business like you and i have um mm-hmm. 
I try not to work on volume. I just work on quality. And so basically you just charge more for less customers. And there you have less customers that you are able to give quality time to, which increases the value of what you can deliver. Um, and then from there, that allows you the time to do other things, right? So even for service-based business, how to create kind of a product, uh, things that can create more passive income or recurring revenue that's not tied to time. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's leveraging, and you talk about leveraging, so leveraging time. So right. how can we, how can you do more work that doesn't take more time to do it? Yeah. How can we create, how can we sell more product and services without having to take up more time to do it? You know, just, and there's, you know, because with, with, with technology now, I mean, there's so much you can do, even in the service-based business, to create recurring revenue and passive income. Uh, for product-based, obviously, it's, it's, it's obvious. Creating a product like a car, in Henry Ford's case, um, you know, you, you can sell. It's not necessarily just tied to time. I mean, although it is because of production, but still at the same time, it's not necessarily just tied to time. But it's increasing that production capacity to boost more and more cars. And um, yeah, you make more money with without with, with less personnel or without having to increase personnel, right? So, yeah. uh, so leveraging time, absolutely. Yeah. So that's a good, great example, leverage. Yeah. So that's your word for the year is leverage. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you come up with that? Um, I think well, actually, uh, it was really from doing jujitsu and like how like um. Like, Starting jujitsu and just like everything as I'm just realizing uh, everything just all about leverage. Like that's really the thing that really sets it apart is not about how strong you are, how, you know, how your grit or anything like that's a little different than wrestling in that way. It's really like if you just move your elbow like this way and tuck it in and mm-hmm. you, you, you'll be five times, you'll feel five times stronger in a sense to the opponent, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I was just really stuck out to me that combined with, um, I think like that goes back to just meeting people and I just get so inspired by the people that I've been meeting that, um, you know, just, you know, ever, you ever like talk to people and they're sharing their story and they're like, why didn't I think of that? You know? And I feel like that's really what leverage is. is it makes people say, Oh, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. You know? And I think, um, you know, those, that's, I think those, those are just gems. Like they really help you to save time, um, increase profitability you know, and so, um, and I think I leveraged too because I started seeing looking what I have, and I'm like, I just don't feel like I'm maximizing everything I have right now. You know, yeah, that's so. a that's a great example that jujitsu um, analogy and talking about leverage. Yeah, I like um, to work smarter, not harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, be able to accomplish more. So sometimes we're trying to do everything in our own strength, yeah. and um, just just kind of I don't know just purely by brute strength. But not right. using because even yeah, there's a lot of those type of examples in different types of sports. I mean, football is the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, those offensive linemen or defensive linemen, you know, how you're you don't have to be the strongest or the biggest, right, um, to be a great defensive end and get past the the, the linemen to get through. It's all leverage. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about leverage. How to get yeah. lower underneath mm-hmm. the other person, right? They always yeah. talk about that. Um, you know, once you stand up your opponent, um, they lose leverage. And you mm-hmm. can push them around, right? Yeah. So you don't have to be the strongest. You just need to be able to use good technique and leverage to yeah. to, to overcome. So, great example on on using leverage to um, yeah. to improve your business and and do more with less. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, five pounds and leverage. Right? <laughs> yeah. so those might be some That's good keywords for some people that are that are listening. <laughs> yeah. 
So cool. Well, I hope this was helpful. Um, you know, mm-hmm. limited thinking, I think, and then ways to, to get around limited thinking is then you figure out, okay, if I'm going to set big goals, set big expectations, how do I accomplish it? How do I do more with less, you know, five pounds at a time using leverage. Yeah. Those are all great examples to be able to not just expand your thinking, but then to figure out a way to hit your goals for this 2019. So I think uh, if you just take some of these little nuggets, I think that we just talked about today, um, that would help. And, and again, just not trying to do it all by yourself, but hey, get around a group of people and start talking about it, start brainstorming. How do we get, yeah. how do we reach our goals for 2019? Our big goals. <laughs> Any last thoughts, Eric, before we sign off? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Right. Yeah. Good. Well, thanks again. Thanks for this, uh, the first uh, podcast for the year, uh, at least with you. And then next we're going to yeah. talk about poor planning um, because that's, uh, we kind of alluded to some of those things on this session, but we'll talk more about, uh, you know, poor planning is, is one of the reasons for preventing growth. So we'll, we'll talk about the planning phase and the planning, uh, you know, how you, you do, you do planning well, I guess. <laughs> right. So tune again in next week as we, uh, hit it again. But if you have any other business questions or topics that you'd like to hear more about, go ahead and email me at prosper at I 61 business development.com. That's prosper at the letter I, the number 61 businessdevelopment.com or go to the Facebook page purpose and profitability. So thanks again for listening and tune in again next week as we go live. This is Robert Fukui and remember purpose plus profit equals transformation. God bless everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit purposeandprofit.com.